At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Welcome back to the Green Zone, presented by BetMGM. Brady Cannon and Wes Reynolds with you on a Father's Day Sunday, the summer solstice here. And right now, the Tennessee Volunteers hoping this day does not get any longer as Virginia, the Cavaliers, with a big top half of the seventh inning down in Omaha, Nebraska. Game one of the Sunday edition of the College World Series. They now lead three to nothing as they're able to plate two runs here in the top of the seventh. Also, John Rahm was able to convert that Hut. What a great up and down there on the third hole at the U.S. Open. But he has missed his first fairway, his tee shot on the fourth hole. Yeah, and, and we will try to get Brady, as Brady was kind of explaining there. John Rahm did make a nice save here at number three and did put it in the bunker off the tee on number four, so going to have to try to recover a little bit again. That's basically U.S. Open. Uh, vintage U.S. Open, you're going to make mistakes, but the key is going to be who recovers from those. And going back to that college baseball game, now Virginia, the Who's played some runs here in the seventh, now a 3 nothing lead. Andrew Abbott, who we mentioned when we talked about this game in the first hour, had 
had been struggling a little bit. He is the Cavaliers' ace, and he has been struggling really going forward. But now he has 10 strikeouts on the afternoon, and Tennessee has not been able to solve him. Tennessee got the money here, but so far Virginia getting the runs. 3 nothing here in the College World Series trying to advance into that winner's bracket. They'll get the winner of Mississippi State and Texas later this evening. And looking at the price right now at BetMGM, minus 155 on the Texas Longhorns, plus 135 on the Bulldogs. I kind of like Mississippi State here in that spot. Total, by the way, eight and a half. So Virginia continuing to do a little damage here in the top of the seventh. Now at a break, a pitching change coming for the Tennessee Volunteers. So that's where we stand there in Omaha in the College World Series. A uh, couple games we wanted to get to that we didn't get to at the end of the last hour that are going to go off here in about five to ten minutes in terms of first pitch. The Cincinnati Reds against the San Diego Padres. Castillo against Denilson Lamette. Basically, the move on this game is because Fernando Tatis is not going to be in the lineup today for the San Diego Padres. Reds trying to avoid the sweep out here in San Diego after they did get a sweep at Miller Park against Milwaukee. So now we're seeing the price down, minus 135 on the Padres, plus 115 on the Reds. I think you're probably a little bit late to the party here if you're back in the Reds. But Luis Castillo has been a lot better. He is showing a little bit of signs of life. Really struggled to start the season, but has been much better his last couple outings. Still a very high ERA at 583, 404 on the XFIP, so about a 1.8 runs difference there. Denilson Lamed has been in and out of the lineup and really in and out of the starting rotation just because of some injuries here. So if you want to buy low on the Padres, look, the Reds took the money yesterday against with Gutierrez against Miguel Diaz, and then that price went down where the Padres, I think, became more attractive. Just on price alone, I would look more at the Padres side here, even though I agree with the move on the Reds, you know, it's not always about betting the team, it's about betting the number here, so lean San Diego at the price, but I'm staying out of this, but one I am going to take a chance on, and this is hold your nose time if you're back in the Arizona Diamondbacks, 20 and 52, who seemingly haven't won a game in Arizona since Barry Goldwater was in the Senate, but I do kind of like the run line here. If you want to go that route, it's plus one and a half runs, even money here at BetMGM, also some plus money uh, at some other shops if you want to shop around. I felt that the Arizona Diamondbacks were at least going to win a game in this series and kind of break this streak. It's Tony Gonsolin against Alex Young. Alex Young, not a very good ERA at 675, 513 on the XFIP, so 162 difference, at least on the positive. I think Gonsolin maybe has some negative regression coming and maybe some positive for Young. So I think if you want to be safe, take that run line. And I think that run line gets more valuable if you're taking the underdog here because it opened nine and a half. Now you're seeing it down at nine at BetMGM. So when the number, the total by and large, I think gets bet more to the under, that does give the underdog a little bit more of a valuable price, especially on that run line. So going to hold my nose here and probably going to look like a fool in about three hours from now, but I do like the Arizona Diamondbacks in this spot against the Los Angeles Dodgers. Real quick basketball score update before we reset here, and that is the Clippers and the Suns. End of the first quarter, 21 apiece, so a very low-scoring start here in the Valley of the Sun. And this is the Green Zone right here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Wes Reynolds and Brady Cannon is going to join us here momentarily. So, like I said, let's reset that NBA playoff game 21 to 21 after the first quarter between these two teams. Uh, very, it got off to a quick start here in the first few minutes, but then gradually slowed down. Playoff P 
has been playoff P at least through 12 minutes here. Four of eight, 12 points for Paul George to lead all scores. Jay Crowder leading the Phoenix Suns with seven points. Devin Booker also with five. Couple early baskets for DeAndre Ayton. So now kind of in the end of the first quarter, we did see some minutes out of Zubach, And I think that's going to be a key thing to really look at for this game. You're really going to want to see if Zubach is going to get more minutes than he saw against Dallas and Utah. He got those early minutes in the Dallas series. Really struggled to guard the pick and roll and and then that's why you saw his minutes I think be a lot more scarce out there but now that you have a legitimate post presence in DeAndre Ayton for the Phoenix Suns not only defensively but offensively you're going to have to play some of your big guys and there we see now DeMarcus Cousins is being subbed in to start the second quarter so Ty Lue I think is going to want to see at least early on what can Zubach give me what can DeMarcus Cousins give me against the Phoenix Suns big so a little bit of air experimentation I think going on here with these early first round lineups so uh, that's what you're basically seeing here all tied up at 21 as DeMarcus Cousins now gives the Clippers a two point lead with the dunk and and currently at BetMGM, just looking at the prices being updated here, Phoenix Suns minus 2.5 at BetMGM in terms of the live wagering, 208.5 on the total, minus 155 on the Phoenix Suns, and then plus 125 on the money line for the Los Angeles Clippers. But back to the U.S. Open really quickly. We now have everybody having teed off. Louis Ustazen and Mackenzie Hughes are the final pairing on your Sunday, your Father's Day Sunday here at the U.S. Open. Still have not completed the first hole, so we do have everybody now on the course here playing, and Louis Ustazen and John Rahm right now are joined are at the top of the leaderboard in terms of the in-running wagering at BetMGM. Four to one here for both of these guys. John Rahm with two early birdies. Going to try to make a recovery here on number four. Rory McIlroy just behind at five to one. Bryson DeChambeau at 13 to two. Both Bryson and Rory still even par on their rounds today at three under. Also, Mac Hughes, who I mentioned, is in the final pairing with Louis Ustazen. He is currently 10 to one in your live wagering. Colin Marikawa making a little bit of a move with two under through his first four holes so keep an eye on the defending PGA champion Gallen Morikawa he is now at 10 to 1 and also Russell Henley 16 to 1 Dustin Johnson and Brooks Kepka at 20 to 1 so you do have a lot of guys on in red figures here Brooks Kepka pretty good start two under through eight holes same thing with Justin Thomas Dustin Johnson two under through four holes so you are starting to see some early starts here and that and really that second hole is the key because this is the only hole in the first seven holes that are playing under par for the week so that's one that you definitely want to take advantage of but just to give you a rundown of the leaderboard uh, Louis Oosthuizen still five under par. Mac Hughes does bogey on number one. Then you have John Rahm. Russell Henley's given one back. They are at four under par. Colin Marikawa, Bryson DeChambeau, Rory McIlroy at three under. And then go back to the twos. Absolutely loaded here. Tied for eight. Justin Thomas, Brooks Kepka, Dustin Johnson, Scotty Scheffler, and then some other guys still in red figures at one under par. Daniel Berger, Guido Migliazzi, and Francesco Molinari. The Italian contingent has absolutely played well here at Torrey Pines all week. Xander Schauffele one under par, Christian Bezadenhut one under par, as is Matthew Wolf as John Rahm, going to come short on that chip here, so he's going to have a, a tester here for par at number four, so uh, John Rahm going to try to get out of this here, and Brooks Kepka now makes his birdie on eight, so now he is two under par. I'm back, can you hear me, my friend? I've got you, Brady. 
Well, you know, I did this to you a couple weeks ago. I just, I, my appetite got to me so bad. I had to run out of here and go grab a sandwich. <laughs> I appreciate you giving me a minute there to uh, knock it back. I feel very satisfied. And uh, a friend gifted me the sandwich on Father's Day. That was very nice. But uh, yeah, watching the action here, John Rahm has left himself a tester there for certain on the fourth hole. Got himself in a little bit of trouble off the tee and then did not make a good approach shot out of that fairway bunker. So he'll have some work left there to remain at four under par. Meanwhile, Colin Morikawa moves to three under par, so he is absolutely in the thick of this, two under through his first four holes. And boy, I don't know if you're watching this College World Series, but Virginia really landed on thick now to Tennessee, still in the top of the seventh inning, West Got a runner now over to third base, and they're leading the Volunteers five to nothing. The underdog really barking out loud here in the opener for your Sunday edition of the College World Series. Yeah, without question. So Tennessee and Andrew Abbott has done his part on the mound, as I was mentioning in the open here. Ten strikeouts for Virginia, and we mentioned that Abbott had kind of been a little shaky in the regionals and the super regionals. Not so far today here in Omaha, as John Rahm just edges the left side here, so he will make his first blemish of the day a bogey, but one under par that's going to drop him back to three under for the championship. Rory McIlroy now teeing off on the par three third hole. He's got a six iron in hand. This pin tucked a little bit on the left side today. This is where we saw John Rahm pull it over the green left, had to get up and down and made a real nice up and down to save his par. Rory's going to have a long way for his birdie, but he's safely on the green. Looks like he's probably a good 25, 30 feet away from the hole there. Let's check on this basketball game. That's where I left you to go get that bite to eat, Wes. The uh, Los Angeles Clippers and the Phoenix Suns. It was just about a minute and a half left in the first quarter when they were tied at 21. We're now about three minutes into the second quarter, and Phoenix starting to take over here. It really was the Clippers early in the first half of the first quarter, but now Phoenix out in front. 35-30, under nine minutes left in the second quarter. DeMarcus Cousins been subbed in here at the start of the second quarter, and he's given him a punch offensively with six points here, but defensively absolutely lost. So what you're seeing here is, I think, what we talked about. DeAndre Ayton currently not in the game, but in this first game, I think when you're trying to be a little bit more liberal with your rotations, Brady, and some of your substitutions, and you're trying to see, okay, I got to know who can play and who can't play in this series. So that's why you're seeing, I think, a little bit more experimentation with the lineups. DeMarcus Cousins with a with another basket here to make it 35-32 Phoenix Clippers trail by three. But that's what they're trying to figure out. Okay, who on my bench can I play here? Because you can't just play five or six guys at least early in the series you got to really be a little bit more I guess uh, casual in terms of distributing the minutes here so that's what you're seeing a little bit with different rotations and obviously two big star players one on each side really uh, uh, out for this at least the early part of the series on the Chris Ball side but Kawhi going to be out likely for the rest of the playoffs so you've really got to figure out who you're going to play here and right now 727 left to go in the second quarter Phoenix up by one 35-34 
By the way, that par three hole where Rory left it probably 25, 30 feet from the cup, his playing partner, Russell Henley, stuffed it into about four feet. So Henley looking to get a shot back that he dropped on the first hole, bogeyed the first hole, but now in there tight at number three to get him back into a tie for the lead at five under par with Louis Eustace. And, of course, Mackenzie Hughes back a shot at four under par. Matthew Wolf, John Rahm's playing partner, he did just birdie number four, so he is even par on his round at two under par for the championship and over to the uh, baseball game that we had yet to preview Wes we were talking about your red legs going against the San Diego Padres down in Petco Park been a fun series to watch the Padres have gotten the better of the Reds but another good pitching matchup today with Luis Castillo facing Denilson Lamit. the Padres are a minus 135 favorite your total at eight yeah I hit this a little bit when you were off for just a minute, Brady, and at the price standpoint, I would be looking Padres, but I do agree with the move here on the Reds, just simply because Castillo has been a lot better in his last couple starts. He really looked like he completely lost it the first couple months of the season, but he has gotten better. One of the reasons why you saw this drop, not only in the side and the total, is because Fernando Tatis not going to be in the lineup for the Padres today, so that was, I think, a big portion of the move, but part of it also is that Luis Castillo at least looks like uh, he is starting to make some progress here. XFIP now down to about an even four. So I could see why that moved down there for the Reds. But, you know, a 25-cent move I thought was a little much, even though the Reds, it's kind of the anti-sweep angle because they just come off sweeping the Brewers, and now they're trying to avoid getting swept here in San Diego. But let me get to a couple baseball scores here, and one that actually just happened, and this was in Yankee Stadium in the Bronx. A walk-off triple play, Brady, in the top of the oh, ninth. Wow. Yes, the New York Yankees win 2-1. to one. Jed Lowry and Tony Kemp were both walked by Aroldis Chapman, and then Murphy grounds into a triple play, so both of those two walks do not come back to bite Aroldis Chapman, and the Yankees do get the comeback win 2-1. to one. Yankees with a, a double from Gary Sanchez drove in two in the bottom of the six, and that proved to be the difference. So Yankees do take two or three from the Oakland A's, and still trying to kind of stay in that AL East race. And Toronto does beat Baltimore 7-4, to final score, seven runs, 14 hits. Another tough outing for Matt Harvey. Matt Harvey day is kind of what everybody tweets about on social media that bets baseball. Only goes four and a third, gives up nine hits, four earned runs. So another bad performance really from Matt Harvey. But the Washington Nationals have a very good performance today. Speaking of a pitcher who struggled to start the season, he looks like he's starting to get over those. And that's Patrick Corbin. Goes six strong innings, only gives up two earned runs and four hits, seven strikeouts. So the Nationals do get the win over the New York Mets, 5-2. to two. Low scoring game in Pittsburgh, basically a big kind of a bullpen pitcher's duel because these starters really didn't last in the game very long, but nevertheless, 2-1 to one Indians, your final over the Pittsburgh Pirates. had been struggling here against the Buccos, but they do get the win 2-1. to one. So those are your current final scores in Major League Baseball. Yeah, and Cleveland looking to gain another game on first place Chicago in the AL Central as the Houston Astros to their White Sox right now, 8-2 to two in the bottom of the sixth inning there in Houston, and St. Louis taking it to Atlanta. This is game one of a doubleheader, and it's the top of the seventh inning right now, 9-1 to one in favor of the Cardinals, so the 
Braves will have just one more chance here in the bottom half of the seventh. The second game of that doubleheader will be tonight's edition of Sunday Night Baseball. And then finally, the Chicago Cubs trying to return the favor to the Miami Marlins. Miami got them on Saturday 11-1. to Right now, Chicago out in front 2 to nothing in the bottom of the fifth inning. We've got a pause in the action down in Omaha. Looks like maybe an injured player on the field in the bottom of the seventh inning. Tennessee is batting, and they are trailing 5 to nothing to Virginia. No outs in the inning right now. A lot of baseball left, but Virginia really looking impressive in this opener. Of course, we will have Mississippi State and Texas for the nightcap as day two of the College World Series rolls on. Russell Henley does make birdie at number three. He is now back in the lead, tied at five under par with Louis Eustazen. Mackenzie Hughes a shot back at four under par. Colin Morikawa, John Rahm, Bryson DeChambeau, Rory McIlroy all at three under par. Justin Thomas and Brooks Kepka at two under par for the championship along with Matthew Wolf and Scotty Scheffler. And how about this leaderboard, Wes? I was saying if you wake up this morning, you might not be too familiar with Mackenzie Hughes and Russell Henley, but boy, about 15 players deep. This is a star-studded leaderboard here at Torrey Pines. Yeah, this looks like maybe we could head to playoff territory. We don't get playoffs very often at the U.S. Open. And by the way, I know a lot of people have been asking about that because the last time the U.S. Open was here at Torrey Pines, of course, back in 2008, was when we remember that Monday playoff where Tiger Woods was playing basically on one leg against Rocco Mediate, who actually was a deep sleeper, obviously very much toward the end of his PGA Tour career, really had his moment of glory there in that playoff with Tiger Woods. That was a full 18-hole playoff. We now have a two-hole aggregate score playoff, and then, of course, they continue to sudden death if this is so tied. And look, normally somebody kind of emerges and wins this thing in regulation where we don't have to go extra holes. But with this many players, this condensed on the leaderboard, a playoff certainly not out of the question. Yeah, I was absolutely thinking it about that this morning, and I think you're exactly right. We could be headed that way. And Now, what did you say the format was? Again, they two, they play two holes, and it's a combined total score of those two holes. Yes. And then if it's still still tied, they go to a third hole and that's sudden death. Yeah, basically, and they keep playing, obviously, until they decide a winner, but it is that two-hole aggregate. I know the Open Championship, the RNA, over in the UK used to do that four-hole aggregate. We remember that playoff years ago with John Daly and Constantino Rocca, and they had had a couple ever since, so that's kind of the new format here, so we're not getting a full 18 holes on Monday if this in fact goes to a playoff, but just real quick on the leaderboard now, Russell Henley did get give that bo- or get that bogey back with the birdie at number three. So he and Louis Ustase in your tied at five under. Mac Hughes at four under. He did bogey on number one, and then Marikawa, Rom, Deshambo, Rory McIlroy, all right there at three under bar. A guy making a move at least on the back nine. Guido Migliazzi has won a couple times on the European Tour over the last couple seasons. Two under. Do it for the championship, three under on his round. JT, Brooks Kepka, Matt Wolf, Scotty Scheffler, also at two under par. So a lot of players very much in this thing early on. John Rahm on the fifth hole, his approach shot from the middle of the fairway and an unforced error there as he 
misses the green, misses a green in regulation. Now, it's not too far off, and that can be death with that thick rough around the greens, but uh, you can definitely see the ball here on the monitor, and it doesn't look uh, like a terribly bad position there for what will be his third shot. doesn't look like he's going to have much chance to make birdie, uh, but it doesn't look like par is out of the question for John Rahm on the fifth hole. Taking a look at this basketball game, six minutes left in the second quarter, Wes, and one heck of a game here to get this Western Conference started. 40-39 to 39 right now in favor of the Clippers and the Phoenix Suns down to a two-and-a-half point favorite in the live market. Your total has also crept down to 17-and-a-half as far as the live market goes. This total closed at about 219-and-a-half, so we will keep tabs on what is a very good ball game so far down in Phoenix and a very good final round at the 121st United States Open down at Torrey Pines. Virginia still up on Tennessee, five to nothing in the bottom of the seventh, and that'll make it three outs for the Cavaliers, top of the eighth, and they've got a five-run advantage on Tennessee. We'll be right back on the Green Zone presented by BetMGM. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Welcome back to the 
Green Zone, presented by BetMGM. Brady Cannon and Wes Reynolds with you. Happy Father's Day. Happy summer solstice. What a great day to spend the longest day of the year. All kinds of baseball. College World Series, the United States Open. Of course, always crowns a winner on Father's Day. Happy Father's Day to everybody out there. The Phoenix Suns. Also, we have playoff basketball. A game seven later tonight, Wes. We'll talk about that one here momentarily. But the Phoenix Suns and the Los Angeles Clippers all tied at 45 apiece. This has been a really good basketball game. On a little bit of an underpace, your in-game total at 218.5. Phoenix is a a 2.5-point favorite in the live market. As far as the U.S. Open, Russell Henley and Louis Oosthuizen are tied for the lead at 5 under par. They're both even par on their rounds. Mackenzie Hughes has dropped a shot. He's back to 4 under par. And look who's there at 3 under par now. Brooks Kepka trying to make a statement here and win his third United States Open title. Colin Morikawa at 3 under par. John Rahm at 3 under par. Bryson DeChambeau, Rory McIlroy also at 3 under par. Justin Thomas right there at 2 under along with Matthew Wolf and Scotty Scheffler. As far as Major League Baseball, we have games in progress. The Kansas City Royals up on the Boston Red Sox 4-2 to two in the bottom of the 6th inning. The Chicago White Sox trailing Houston 8-2 to two in the top of the 6th inning. The St. Louis Cardinals taking it to the Braves in the first of a doubleheader. 9-1, to one, the Braves down to their final few outs here in the bottom of the seventh inning there in Atlanta. And the Chicago Cubs beating up on the Miami Marlins by just a small score today. Two to nothing, the Chicago Cubs leading Miami in the top of the sixth inning there at Wrigley Field. The Minnesota Twins blanking the Texas Rangers for nothing in the top of the sixth inning. Your in-game total has moved to just eight there in Texas. And the Milwaukee Brewers shutting out the Colorado Rockies five nothing in the fourth inning. This in-game total was all the way up to 14. It is now currently off the board and we have switched to the home half of the fourth inning. Colorado trying to get on the board. Your in-game total now back up and it has dropped to 12. Wes, uh, I also want to take a couple of minutes here to get updated on Euro 2020, the UEFA European Championship over on the pitch. Some soccer, my friend. We had a couple of games earlier this morning. Tell me about it, if you would. Yeah, we have uh, Group A essentially decided here and this was Italy against Wales. Italy wins 1-0 at the Stadio Olimpico in Rome and Italy now gets all nine points. They did go 3-0 and here undefeated in pool play in this Group A, so they will advance to uh, that tournament knockout round of which there are 16 teams. It'll be two teams from each group, so that's 12 teams, and then the four best that weren't in the top two positions determined by points in that knockout phase then will go ahead and advance. So Italy will get that one spot. Wales gets the two spot uh, with four points. Switzerland can still advance. They did get the 3-1 win over Turkey today in Baku, Azerbaijan. So Switzerland did get the three points, but they would miss out against Wales, even though they drew head-to-head in terms of goal differential. So right now, Switzerland going to have to, based on their ranking and based on how many points they accrued in group play, could still advance to that round of 16. But Italy and Wales have the two guaranteed spots out of group A.
Louis Oosthuizen misses a birdie putt from about 12 feet or so on the third hole to remain at five under par for the championship. And uh, now Rory McIlroy in the mix, just a shot off the lead at four under par as he drops a long bomb on the fourth hole. So now you've got Henley and Oosthuizen at five under par leading the championship. Rory McIlroy and Mackenzie Hughes just a shot back at four under par. Kepka, Morikawa, Rahm, and Deshambo all at three under. I don't know, Wes, if you saw that uh, uh, shot of John Rahm there on the monitor. I couldn't quite tell if he was getting ready to line up a par putt. I know he had missed the green on that fifth hole. Did you happen to yeah, see that one? Yeah, it, it was a par putt, Brady. So he's three under through five holes, one under on his round, three under four to the championship in kind of that log jam at three under with Brooks Kepka, Morikawa, Bryson DeChambeau also at three under par. Okay, and Justin Thomas now on the 10th hole is lining up a bogey putt from about 8 or 9 feet. He's going to miss that. That'll be a double bogey for Thomas, and he's going to drop back to even par, and that'll probably just about do it for his chances to win the United States Open. As far as the betting market here at BetMGM, Louis Ustase in the favorite at 4-1, to one, along with Rory McIlroy also at 4-1, to one. Colin Morikawa at plus 650, DeShambo, Henley, and Rahm all at 7-1. to one Brooks Kepka at 12 to 1 Scotty Scheffler back up to his price where he was heading into the weekend at 33 to 1 and Mackenzie Hughes has dropped to 25 to 1 just one over par on his round but was a long shot to begin the day now he's almost tripled in price at 25 to 1 in the live market we'll come back with more in a moment as the green zone rolls on presented by BetMGM stick with us it's VEASAN the sports betting network Anything on the VSIN schedule today, don't forget to check out our free sports betting podcast. Catch replays of all of our shows, including Follow the Money, a numbers game, My Guys in the Desert, and the Lombardi line with VSIN Best Bets. Download the Beating the Book with Gil Alexander or Market Insights with Josh Applebaum. Plus, we've got Hardwood Handicappers, Long Shots, Gone Racing, and the Ron Flatter Racing Pod. They're all free and available now at VSIN.com slash podcast or wherever you get your podcasts. Want to update the basketball game. Game one of the Western Conference Finals between the Phoenix Suns and the Los Angeles Clippers going down in the other desert in Phoenix. Phoenix tipped off as a four-point favorite today. Your total closed at BetMGM at 219.5. And at the break, the Phoenix Suns are up by three points, 57-54 to 54 at the half. This has been a really good game. The Clippers got out to a hot start where they led by as many as maybe six or eight points. The Suns came back and tied it up at 21 apiece. Then they took a lead. It's really been a back-and-forth contest here. And again, at halftime, Phoenix up by three points. In the live market for the entire game, they are better than where they were at 
tip-off. Now a four-and-a-half-point favorite in the live market. And your total, which had been on an under pace throughout the entire first half, really kicked into gear late there in the second quarter. Now your in-game total at 222-and-a-half. And, Wes, are you starting to see any second-half lines pop up now? Yeah, I am. And that, that did, by the way, go over for the first half. It was 108-and-a-half, 109 here, at, or 108, actually, here at BetMGM. So that did go over. Phoenix covers the first half. They were two-point favorite for the first 24 minutes. Now you're starting to see some second-half numbers. Phoenix minus one-and-a-half, 112 on the total. So basically the Suns now adjusted as four-and-a-half-point favorites. Also on this total, you're going to see 223. And just a couple observations and kind of being in and out of that game, watching it for the first half. You look on the Clippers' side, Paul George leading scorer, no surprise there, with 17 points. But DeMarcus Cousins did give them a punch offensively. But keep in mind, KYP, know your personnel, keep in mind who is on the floor. When Saric was in the game for Phoenix, DeMarcus Cousins was able to get going offensively. But then when they put DeAndre Ayton back in, DeMarcus Cousins not going defensively. So keep in mind with these substitution patterns as you're watching this. DeAndre Ayton, by the way, the leading scorer for the Phoenix Suns, 7 of 8 for 14 points. And also Devin Booker's uh, put in 11 for his contribution. Cameron Johnson, the big scorer off the bench for the Phoenix Suns with 10 points. So like I said, I was staying out of this game because I want to see kind of the matchups and a little bit of the substitution patterns and what's really going on here. And DeMarcus Cousins did absolutely give them an offensive punch on the Clippers side. Zubac only played five minutes, and I was wanting to monitor his minutes to see, okay, who can we counter DeAndre Ayton with? And it looks like at least through 24 minutes, it can obviously change throughout the rest of the game and the rest of the series for that matter, that the Clippers are just going to stick with that small lineup here. When Aiton, when Aiton's out there, they're not going to have Cousins out there on him very much, and they're not doesn't look like they're going to have Zubac out there on him very much. So maybe they're going to just live with DeAndre Aiton going ahead and getting his numbers down low and then trying to shut down the perimeter players. John Rahm into the sixth green was his approach shot to about 20 feet. He'll have a look at birdie there. He remains at three under par for the championship. And we've had a number, another member of the group join the club at four under par, and that is Bryson DeChambeau with his first birdie of the day. And here at the live market at BetMGM West, he has become the tournament favorite now in the in-running wagering. Plus 350 on Bryson DeChambeau after that birdie. And Rory McIlroy was the next choice at four to one. Louis Oosthuizen at six to one, who currently is in the lead at five under par, along with Russell Henley. Russell Henley at plus six fifty. John Rahm at seven to one. But DeChambeau, uh, the first uh, hole in red numbers for him, and again moves to the status of tournament favorite in the in-game wagering here at plus three fifty. West. Yeah, and going a little bit down the board here, Russell Henley thirteen to two at plus six fifty, and he is currently your co-leader along with Louis. Tuesdays and who you just mentioned, John Rahm seven to one, Colin Marikawa nine to one, Mac Hughes at twelve to one, who gave one stroke back. He is one over on his round, so he's one off the lead. Mac Hughes coming into this tournament had missed five straight cuts. So look, that's what we, I mean when we look at that every week to see what kind of form a guy is in. Sometimes lead in form matters, and sometimes it doesn't for certain players. So Mac Hughes just one off the lead, twelve to one. Brooks Kepka sixteen to one, and then you get down to some bigger prices with Matthew. 
Matthew Wolf at 33 to 1. So really, what it looks like we have, just based on the in-running wagering, we've got about eight contenders here to win this thing. And the Virginia Cavaliers continue to roll, closing out Tennessee in the bottom of the eighth inning down there in game one of two at the College World Series in Omaha. They currently lead five to nothing. They went into the game as about plus 140 underdogs, five to nothing leading Tennessee right now. And every time Tennessee tries to put up a little bit of a rally, Virginia is absolutely able to shut it down, just turned a double play there in the bottom of the eighth. And the stretch by the first baseman was absolutely incredible. This college baseball stuff has been fantastic, Wes. Really looking forward to Mississippi State and Texas coming up 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern time later today. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, this has been good and really who has been good was Andrew Abbott had 10 strikeouts before he left after six and two-thirds for the University of Virginia Cavaliers but absolutely pulling a mild upset early on against the Tennessee Volunteers who were, I think, one of the shorter prices when you looked at the futures market, at least going into this final eight here. Now 5 nothing in the bottom of the eighth. Tennessee closed 170 at BetMGM plus 140 on Virginia and actually you saw some higher in the market on the Tennessee Volunteers. So Virginia going to go ahead and try to pull the upset. NC State was a small underdog, got the upset early. Vanderbilt, as you mentioned, had to hang on for dear life and win in the 12th inning over the uh, underdog Arizona Wildcats. So Virginia trying to uh, go ahead and make it two for two for the ACC to go ahead and advance here as uh, speaking of advancing, almost Rory McIlroy gave it a heck of a run there for birdie. That would have put him to a tie for the lead, so he should be able to manage that par and stay at four under just one back in the championship. Yeah, almost hold another bomb there to tie with Russell Henley for the lead, and that just about simultaneously happened as Louis Oosthuizen made his first bogey of the day. So Oosthuizen drops to four under par for the championship, one over par on his round. Russell Henley still hanging in there, even par on his round, made a bogey on uh, bogey on the first hole and a birdie on the third hole. He is your sole leader at five under par, trailing right behind and lurking. Bryson DeChambeau, your defending champion at four under par, Rory McIlroy and Oosthuizen at four under par, along with Mackenzie Hughes, who I believe just made bogey, and that would drop him now to three under par for the championship. Brooks Kepka, Colin Morikawa, Matthew Wolf, and John Rahm all at three under par, and by the way, Mac Hughes missed the birdie, so he does tap in for par. Still just one shot off the pace at four under for the U.S. Open. We'll be right back. It's the Green Zone, presented by BetMGM. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. <laughs> 
Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's gonna guard. And then on I'm top of that, like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college? Because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Sign up today and win $100 if you place a $1 wager on any NBA playoff game and either team hits a three-pointer, regardless of your bet's outcome. Simply use the bonus code VSIN100 when you place your first bet. Enjoy the playoffs more than ever with BetMGM. It's a new customer offer, paid in free bets. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. You must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Colorado, Indiana, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Nevada, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, Washington, D.C., or West Virginia only. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700 in Colorado, Nevada, and Virginia and Washington, D.C., 1-800-270-7117 in Michigan, 1-800-GAMBLER in New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and West Virginia, 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa, in Tennessee, 800-889-9789, and in Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. The promotional offer is not available in Nevada. Brady Cannon and Wes Reynolds with you here inside the Green Zone, presented by BetMGM, and the basketball game the Western Conference Finals still at the half, getting ready to come back to the third quarter here pretty quick. But while we have a minute, Wes, let's take a look at another basketball game we have coming up tonight, a big one. Game 7. Of course, we had an amazing Game 7 on Saturday between the Milwaukee Bucks and the Brooklyn Nets. The Milwaukee Bucks win that one in overtime and advance to the Eastern Conference Finals. And their opponent will be decided today in yet another Game 7 between the Atlanta Hawks and the Philadelphia 76ers. This one
one going down in Philadelphia. And a little bit of money came in on the Hawks this morning, Wes. The opening line was seven in favor of Philadelphia, and the total has come down. It, the Again, I mentioned the opening line was seven on Philadelphia. This morning it dropped down to six and a half as some Hawks money came in. But now we're seeing seven start to pop up again, including here at BetMGM. Seven points in favor of the home team, Philadelphia 76ers, and your total down to 216. That's about where it got down to this morning. So since this morning, the total has not seen as much action as the side. Yeah, and I think seven, uh, that's probably a little bit high for me to lay, even though I do like the Sixers in this game. So maybe what I'm going to end up doing here is like a two-team money line parlay with the Sixers money line and also Vegas Golden Knights, and we'll get to that, obviously, a little bit later, that being game four up there in the Bell Center in Montreal. If you look at Philadelphia basically most of this series, they've started out very well in the first half because they really collapsed in games four and five, and Atlanta went ahead actually and did lead the first half last time out. We're up 29-22 to in the first quarter. First three minutes of the second half, then Philadelphia went on an 11-0 run to build that double-digit lead, and the Hawks just weren't able to climb back and overcome that deficit. So if you're looking on that Atlanta side, we know what Trey Young has been able to do throughout these entire playoffs. You're going to need John Collins. He is going to have to be the guy that steps up. If you look at the three wins in this series for the Atlanta Hawks, John Collins averaging 18 a game, shooting about 63% from three-point range. In the losses, just 12.7 points and 0 for 6 from three-point range. So when he's off offensively, this team is going to struggle Atlanta offensively because Philadelphia's defense, I think, has been one of the more elite defenses in the league. And also, you're going to need somebody else besides Collins to step up. Look at Bogdanovich. First four games of the series, averaged 19, shot about 36% from beyond the arc. And then in the last two games, just 6.5 points a game and only one for 10 from the three. So you're going to have to have somebody. I don't think Trey Young is going to be enough to carry them on the road really in a game seven, but Philadelphia has just been so erratic and the team that really, or the guy that really bailed them out in game six was Tyrese Maxey, the young man out of Kentucky, 2020 first round pick. He was the guy that kind of made up for it. We saw it was Shake Milton earlier in the series and then it was an unexpected Tyrese Maxey here. Tobias Harris also did bounce back. He had had a couple really disastrous games and then he tied for a team high 24 on 45% shooting. So at least that restores faith that he can be a bona fide number two option because it's really been the Joel Embiid show because Ben Simmons' offense has been its usual erratic self. So that's what you've had to have. And Tyrese Maxey, I think if Philadelphia goes on and wins this series, they're going to have him to thank for him because he really bailed him out in game six. So Joel Embiid actually was a little bit down on his production last game too. 22 points, 37.5% from the field, had eight turnovers. We, we saw that ugly second half that he had really in game four, and that's what made the 76ers kind of look like, instead of a contender, that they're basically praying and just kind of trying to almost run out the clock to win this series here, so to speak, in seven games. But I do, I do like Philadelphia here in this spot in a game seven. There's a reason why you're seeing them as a seven-point favorite. There's some six-and-a-halves also out there in the market. So... 
Uh, Philadelphia probably on a money line for me. I'm not going to bet Atlanta here. I know that's tempting to bet them plus seven points, but they seem like they're getting the bulk of the money. So if I were to lay the spread, I would go ahead and lay Philadelphia. But instead, what I'm going to do is I'm going to take them on the money line, parlay them with the smaller favorite that can maybe pay out even money or slightly above plus money, and that would be the Vegas Golden Knights. Couple of updates here for you. The Virginia Cavaliers, they just won't quit. They keep pouring it on here. Five to nothing. They lead Tennessee in the top of the ninth inning, and they've got no outs and the bases loaded. Also in the golf, the U.S. Open, Bryson DeChambeau on the sixth hole had a long birdie putt, left it a few inches to the left. He taps in for par to remain at four under for the championship. John Rahm on the seventh hole with his approach shot. He's got probably about 15 to 17 feet for his birdie, a very good approach shot there. Louis Oosthuizen to the center of the green with his approach. He is at four under par for the championship. Looks like an easy two putt for Louis. Uh, not a whole lot of chance for a birdie is this one's probably 25 feet away for Oosthuizen. And then Colin Morikawa, watch out for this guy, the defending PGA champion from 2020. He has stuffed one in there on his approach shot to about five feet. He's at three under par for the championship. That would take him to four under par for the tournament. And Mackenzie Hughes at four under par for the championship has found a greenside bunker. His third shot on the fifth hole in that final pairing with Louis Oosthuizen. So he is in danger here of dropping another shot and Wes as far as this basketball game I'm with you I, I don't want and I think you bring up a great thought there to possibly play a money line parlay with both VGK across sport parlay of course with VGK on the ice and the Philadelphia 76ers I don't want to lay seven either if you just asked me to play a side I'd probably take the points with Atlanta but I do think Philadelphia finds a way to win this game and and let's talk about that hockey game of course the Vegas Golden Knights trailing in this series two games to one just a brutal defeat in game three in overtime to the Montreal Canadiens, who, by the way, have won nine out of their last 10 playoff games. And they're a big underdog here tonight at home at the Bell Center in the neighborhood of minus 175 to minus 180, pretty much minus 180, the consensus that we're seeing here across the board, including at BetMGM. And five and a half for your total, heavily juiced to the under. There were some fives juiced to the over this morning, but looks like five and a half juiced to the under is the consensus number for the total now, Wes. Yeah, it is. And uh, you look here in game four, not officially announced, but it, it's. I think it's going to be Robin Leonard tonight. He was the first off in the morning skate. That's usually more often than not a positive indicator that Robin Leonard is going to go ahead and have to give it a go here. And really, you haven't seen seen much reaction into the market. I don't think it's really dropped. You've seen a little bit, I think, on the over here in terms of the goals that it's now juiced up very heavily at, at over five, I think like minus 150. And then you get to that five and a half where it gets really juiced to the under. So if you look at this change, I know people, and especially a lot of the locals out here in Vegas that obviously love Marc-Andre Fleury, are like, oh my God, what are, we, what are we doing? But if you look at Marc-Andre Fleury as of late, 5.1 goals above expected since game four against Minnesota, and 1.3 just in this series alone. So maybe giving him the night off might not necessarily be the worst plan in the world here. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to trust Peter DeBoer really here in this spot that that he knows his guys and he's going to go ahead and give Marc-Andre Fleury the night off and put Robin Leonard into the net. 
And what we've seen so far is what we expected from BGK, that they were going to dominate the shots, 106 to 79 now through three games. However, and they've also gotten 54% of the scoring chances when you get in that five-on-five even strength situation. But Montreal, in terms of some of the advanced metrics, slight advantage. There's a reason why they are leading 2-1 in this series. 51.2% of the expected goals between the two teams, 50.8% of the high-danger chances. So Montreal, absolutely the the rightful, I think, leader of the series here at 2-1. to one. Obviously, VGK on the series price still going to lay about 160, and the take back on the Habs is going to be plus 140 if you want to go that series route. But the fact also that we have not seen that adjustment with as many people in the market that seem to be in love with Marc-Andre Fleury, at least from a fan standpoint. Now, that's a difference between fans and between betters because the analytics guys are basically telling you okay, there's not that much of an adjustment from Marc-Andre Fleury to Robin Leonard, despite the fact of what we saw in Game 1, where Robin Leonard off that Game 7 that the Knights had to have against the Minnesota Wild, Robin Leonard was kind of thrown out there as a sacrificial lamb. I mean, it would have mattered who it was. Wasn't going to have a chance when Colorado won that Game 7-1 to there in the, in the uh, uh, second round of the Stanley Cup playoffs, but VGK, I do like them kind of on a money line. I'm not going to lay it out right, so I'm going to parlay it with that Philadelphia 76er money line. Obviously, shop around for the best numbers to see what little value every cent, every dollar counts, so definitely would recommend doing that, but I do expect VGK to be a little bit more aggressive and obviously push the action tonight. We know what Montreal wants to do. They kind of go into a little bit of shell. They absorb pressure. They've actually been beating VGK at their own game where they're paying the price and blocking shots and getting really good goaltending from Carey Price, who has done that for many years in the playoffs. So I do like VGK in the spot tonight. I don't think this this is a panic for them starting Robin Leonard in this spot. John Rahm will tap in for par on the seventh hole. Wasn't able to convert birdie, and neither was Colin Morikawa. Missed about a three-and-a-half footer on the par three eighth hole and probably has a good three-and-a-half feet coming back just for a par, so a missed opportunity there for Morikawa. Russell Henley has a good look here to get it to six under par for the championship. We'll come back and update all of that on the third hour of the program, and that was a par putt for Russell Henley that he misses, so he is dropping a shot back to four under par for the championship. Stick with us here at VSIN. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results, like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility.